This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains some talk that may be sensitive to some listeners. Listening discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. It seems like within a blink of an eye, Christmas is over. I had four days off that week. Looking forward to Christmas Day and looking forward to those four days off. And just like I said, a blink of an eye, it is over. And tomorrow I'm actually going to a Polar Express ride which is something along the lines of the movie, The Polar Express with Tom Hanks. And it's bittersweet because it's something me and my family have been wanting to do. But doing it the week after Christmas, it kind of just is a gut punch that Christmas is over and we're experiencing a taste of Christmas just one last time. Now, I know a lot of people celebrate Christmas all the way up until New Year's, but to me, once Christmas is over, it's like this just odd feeling, you know, like it was anticipated for so long and then just like that, it's over. I feel when you are a kid or you're a teenager, Christmas just seems to be something you can't wait for. It takes forever to happen. And Christmas Day, when you're younger, it just is such a long, beautiful day. And then when you go to bed, you know, you just, you feel like whole, like, you know, you just have all these mixed emotions, like happiness and joy and and like this sadness, but not really sad. You're just upset that Christmas is over, but you go to bed and you have all the things you wanted from Santa Claus brought you as a kid. And then when you get older, it's just more like you're stressing who you got to get gifts for. And I feel like the holidays every year that you get older, it just lacks the meaning and you get more stressed out than you do joy. So, I mean, that's kind of how it was for me this year as far as getting Christmas gifts and enjoying the holidays. I just didn't really anticipate Christmas. I actually didn't really do any countdowns for it on my podcast. And before you know it, it was here. But I have to say it was enjoyable. Christmas Eve was spent with my father-in-law. Christmas Day was spent with my immediate family. But just like that, it's over. And then New Year's comes this Friday. And New Year's 2022 will be happening. And I'm really hoping that this year will be a better year than we had. I feel like the last two years, two years and change has just been really bad. And we are all keeping our fingers crossed that the world as a whole gets better. And in a really quick news segment right here, we have NASA has hired 24 people to study human reaction to aliens, which means that NASA is once again acknowledging aliens, extraterrestrial life, UFOs, and they have hired people to study that if aliens do exist and if they come to earth that we would have people that already know them significantly so that we as a human race can have 
um, adequate reactions and action and relations to aliens, which is something I find interesting. And that's from the New York Post, which is um, when you see things like that turn up in newspapers, reputable ones at that, you start to think like, well, this is something that we're seeing. And I just find it funny that we're seeing reports like this. And because of everything going on in the world, we're ignoring. We have ignored the fact that the Pentagon has released UFO footage and documented stories. And we're ignoring the fact that NASA is doing things like this. And it's just actually really just mind-boggling how so many people are ignoring it. So that's the new segment for this episode. But we are going to get into my third conspiracy episode. When I first started this podcast, I had listed on what... You know what you're gonna find on this podcast you know and I put paranormal I put ghost stories folklore urban legends tall tales and I put conspiracies and so far in season one I did a conspiracy that's been out there for quite some time about the moon landing and then I did most recently a episode about the Denver Colorado Airport conspiracy and this conspiracy that I'm covering on this episode is something that I can say most people don't even think at this point it's a conspiracy. It is actually a fact. Um, We all know about Jeffrey Epstein, about what about him as a person, who he was, what he did. Um, To be honest with you, until reports started coming down around 2019, I really did not know much about Jeffrey Epstein. Now, I'll give you a little bit personal bio about myself. I actually didn't following, I actually didn't start following any type of politics or anything with major names such as him and other people until like 2016. And within that year and span, I started really following certain news outlets and doing my own research on certain subjects. And unfortunately, getting into a mix of arguing and battling and talking about politics. And in the recent months, I kind of just kind of kept it to myself in certain aspects, especially with this podcast, because I feel that when you're talking about the paranormal, there really isn't no reason to align yourself with a certain side, uh, side rather. But with this man, Jeffrey Epstein, it kind of correlates somewhat in the field of politics and a lot of things that I've read and seen, it just raises suspicion and it actually has direct correlation with some politics. Now, if you really don't know about Jeffrey Epstein, in a nutshell, Jeffrey Epstein was already a sex offender. That means at some point in his life, he was a convicted sex offender. He had done something to a female or even underage girls. He was arrested again for sex trafficking in July of 2019. Um, Prosecutors, federal prosecutors, are the ones that took the action to prosecute him. And on August 10th, Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in a federal prison in the Metropolitan Correctional Facility or Metropolitan Correctional Center in, uh, I believe, Manhattan. The crazy thing about this is, like I said, I really didn't know much about Epstein, believe it or not. Um, 
but when I heard this story, I started really looking into like why everyone was going crazy on social media. Now, at that point, I think I still had Facebook. Um, I was on Facebook reading through certain things and I, like I said, did not know about him. And then I started to read up on him and it really just hit me like a sack of potatoes that I was like, this happened. And then you actually read up on what exactly happened and it makes you really raise an eyebrow on what went down. The medical examiner ruled Jeffrey Epstein's death a suicide by hanging. But there are some forensic people and personnel, including one that did examine his body, who observed him, um, who did an autopsy for about four to five hours on the behalf of Epstein's brother. I, mean, I guess his brother, Jeffrey Epstein, didn't really want to go with one story. So he sat and observed. And the evidence that this particular uh, person that did the autopsy, he released a lot more points under the quote-unquote murder of Jeffrey Epstein, that it was more towards murder, not suicide. So it gets crazy. The, the coroner or the person doing this autopsy said that they had found fractures that are not like or identical to fractures that would be found on someone that hung themselves. Now, the reason this was so blown up on social media is the report came out on the news that Epstein was moved to a room or cell that was basically suicide proof. He would not be able to kill himself. And the reason that he was moved to this room is at one point he had people suspected, correction officers and the warren, warden had suspected that he would want to, he wanted to do that. He made some notation to him wanting to take his life. He apparently did get into an altercation with a cellmate. Now, in this particular federal prison, they have to follow protocol. Now, I'm not saying that I know this type of, uh, what's the word? I don't know the protocol to every prison or federal prison or state prison. I don't really know if you're supposed to be with a person or by yourself. But apparently Epstein was supposed to be in a cell with another person. And he had started making some kind of uh, notation that he was going to take his life. And then there was a report that he had gotten into an altercation with his cellmate. They moved him to another cell, but at this point kept him in the cell by himself. Which apparently to the warden, the people in this facility, is not supposed to happen. He's never supposed to be by himself. Uh, other things that raise eyebrows, Epstein was directing money to be deposited to other inmates within this facility. The commissary, that's what it's called. So he was actually sending money to other inmates' accounts for commissary in exchange for protection. So it was like he knew people would be out for him in there. So he was sending money to accounts for other inmates for protection. And he said he feared for his life.
so a lot of the right there, the stories don't add up because there was reports that he made a notation that he wanted to kill himself, yet it's been documented he was sending money to other inmates' commissary accounts. The government says Epstein was suicidal and made his first suicide attempt weeks after he arrived at the federal prison in Manhattan. According to a federal indictment, on July 23rd, Epstein was found on the floor with some type of bed sheet around his neck. The official said it was a suicide attempt, but Jeffrey claimed that his cellmate, which I discussed, a former correction officer or police officer, I believe his name was Nick Tartaglione. I wrote down in my notes, Tartaglione. I can't pronounce it. It's like, looks like it's Italian. Apparently attacked him. And this this particular person was already accused of murder. The man denied that he did anything. Uh, The man had his lawyers. And when you're still in jail, you're still able to use a lawyer. So when that story came out that this particular person, I'm just going to call him Nick, a former police officer or correction officer, said that he had nothing to do with this. So now after this event, that's when Epstein was put on some kind of suicide watch. Um, But we don't know if this man, Nick, actually was the one who tried to attack him or if this was actually indeed a suicide attempt by Jeffrey Epstein. He was put on suicide watch and he was under evaluation from a psychological staff and then he was taking off the suicide watch and he was required to have a cellmate. I told you this briefly. Um, Epstein was moved back to an old unit and assigned a new cellmate but the night before his quote-unquote suicide, Epstein's cellmate was released. And according to court documents, no new cellmate was ever assigned to his cell with him. So now this is where it gets a little crazy. The night of the uh, federal pro- the, the night of federal prosecutors said that that night that Jeffrey Epstein was escorted to his cell by a correction officer there, Tova Noel, at approximately 7.49 p.m. Noel and this other officer, Michael Thomas, were the two guards that were working the overnight shift that night where Jeffrey Epstein, quote-unquote, killed himself. At 6.30 a.m. the next morning, the, the body of Jeffrey Epstein was found dead. The two men that were in charge of this overnight shift watching him because they were supposed to watch him. Now, like I said, there's guidelines for every prison, but this was this prison, how they had it laid out and written down. They were supposed to check his cell, which apparently was only down the hall, up the stairs, very close by, every 30 minutes. They never checked the cell. They apparently were caught on camera falling asleep and within the exact time range that the murder, or I'm, I'm calling it murder, the suicide, but we all know it's murder at this point, around that time that this took place, the camera had a malfunction. There was some kind of term, uh, some kind of 
bug or glitch or something that shut the cameras off in his cell. Now, that right there, in a high-end federal prison, you have two correction officers who I also heard were put there from an outside, like they didn't have enough correction officers, so these people were like brand new. You put these type of people to watch this high-profiled person and not only did they not check the cell, apparently fell asleep, and the camera that watches his cell went blank. This is like a this is like a movie, okay? You only see this type of thing in movies where the good guy goes into the cell. He's not supposed to be there, you know. He's like, I don't know, uh, something it's like something out of Daredevil, or The Punisher, and the camera goes blank, and everything can happen. It's insane. Okay, like that alone is insane. Now, the best part is, is about the coroner's report. When Epstein's brother asked a coroner and a body examiner to go over the body, initially the first report was it was death by hanging. But the second coroner or person that examines body looked through the neck region and found three types of contusions and bruising and breaks in his neck that are not corresponding to a hanging, but more corresponding to someone strangling him. And the person that examined Epstein's body the second time said that he has worked many cases in prisons where he has seen death by suicide by hanging. And they did not match Jeffrey Epstein's injuries. Now, this is a high-profile person put into a federal prison in Manhattan, and these chain of events happened in real life, where when the report came out that at that time, in August, literally, the hashtag... Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself became a meme and a hashtag all over social media. And usually with certain things, people are either left or right. And with this particular thing, there's a lot of people, and I would say on a percentage scale, 90% of people believe that he was murdered. The chain of events that took place that night from... Him going into the cell by himself. He was not in the cell with another inmate. He was supposed to be, but he wasn't. He was by himself. He was supposed to be in that cell with another inmate. After he had gotten taken off suicide watch, he was supposed to go into his old room or whatever and have an inmate with him. That did not happen. Now, I don't really think that's a good idea myself. If a high-end profile person's in cell that person in there, you know, that person can do something, but whatever. What happened was he went into his old cell, whatever the case may be, and was by himself. That's number one. Number two is the fact that these guards did not check him. They were apparently reported to be falling asleep, never went, never checked. They were supposed to check every 30 minutes, never did. The kicker to me is conveniently the cameras going off and not being able to see what happened. There is no evidence on a video camera in a high-end federal prison 
about this man's death. They cannot... No one knows what happened. It just went off. The camera malfunctioned. Conveniently, around that time. They can't find anything. They, they don't know how he did it. And then we're going to go a step further. The sheet that he used to, quote-unquote, hang himself was tied. And had he jumped off of something in that cell, there would have been a perfect rip if the if the cloth ripped, it would have been a rip where you could see it was ripped, like teared at the seams. The pictures and reports came back that when they found this sheet that he apparently killed himself with, they were perfectly sewn. Like there was no signs of that sheet being ripped under a force, taking someone from a jump down and, and ripping. It was hemmed it was sewn by the seam as reported in a cbs um magazine or news story report on this it was not an, a ripped cloth it was sewn there are so many elements to this story that if you're a smart person that's able to comprehend things that are actually being written down you know this man did not kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. The reason he was murdered is because he was a high-end person. And the reason that he went to jail for this sex trafficking goes even deeper. Apparently, he had an island that was somewhere in the south like near Miami or I don't even exactly know where why but he was running a sex trafficking ring with underage girls and flying people to his island other elitists to partake in sexual acts and this is a place that he he owned the islands and he flew a lot of people now some of the people on that list is happens to be Bill Clinton. Now, Bill Clinton and the Clinton name alone have a trail of blood that there are, and you can literally look it up on any website, lots of people that had anything to do with Clinton, that anything that would happen to get out, they have been found dead by heart attack, suicide, and other crazy reasons. At least 30 to about 40 people that are that were affiliated with something about the Clintons have been terminated in some crazy manner. He had this island, he flew people, he had a crazy picture of Bill Clinton in his house in a red dress of some form. And recently, I'm no one knows how to pronounce her name. His girlfriend or someone that he was affiliated with, a female. Jocelyn, Jocelyn Maxwell or Jocelyn I cannot say her name it's G-H-I-S it's weird I can't never say it hear people say it on the news all the time just let's just call her Glacine Maxwell I'm sorry for butchering her name well not sorry because she's a you know SOB herself she was affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein she got arrested and it's very very odd to me that 
other trials and things go on and you can really literally watch it, listen to it, and look up notes from the case on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Her case, someone that is really legitimately aided and abetted, Jeffrey Epstein, her whole trial has been silent. You can get little notes here and there. They wanted to, I heard, deliberate a verdict recently and says, now we got to wait. This woman has answers to things that we are not even hearing about. And they're saying that we want to wait on the verdict. And no one even knew they were going into a verdict, which was like something was that was said three days ago or two days ago that they were going to do a verdict, a deliberation on a verdict with her. No one knows what's going on. Matter of fact, Twitter took off a page that was basically giving notes or some kind of news to this case of this woman. I'm just going to call her Maxwell because I can't pronounce her first name. And gave some crazy reason why the page was taken off. Which was one of the only pages where you can legitimately get some kind of news. Fact checkers tried to claim that the page was being taken off only for the fact that it wasn't necessarily following guidelines and correct um, notes or punct or notes or um, things that were included in the in the tweets. So whatever, but that was the only page where you can find things. And I haven't heard anything about her case. And then we have another cloud of smoke. Within the time frame of this case happening, we heard about another COVID variant. Now, I won't get into my opinion or anything in involvement or around COVID, but it did fall into a timeline where when her case started, another strain of COVID came about and was announced. And now we're in the midst of this COVID outbreak of this new Armnicure virus variant, which has symptoms of a common cold and has been said from where it originated in South Africa not to be really deadly, just a little more contagious, um, that it's blowing out of proportion and we are hearing about that 24-7 now, but not this case. Someone who aided and abetted a sex trafficker of underage girls that has the names of people that were affiliated with Epstein and we don't hear nothing about it at all. It is mind-blowing. And the reason I think Jeffrey Epstein was murdered and he didn't hang himself was the sure fact that he was going to whistle like a songbird. The man knew he was probably going to rot in prison. If he said to someone, the district attorney or federal prosecutors, listen, you give me this, this, and this in jail, I sell them myself when I do go to the big pen because obviously he was in a federal prison in Manhattan. Had he gone to trial and got found guilty, he would have went to some major federal prison somewhere in, in the United States. He could have set his guidelines as much of a SOB he was. He could have set his guidelines and says, I want this and I want that and I want to be by myself and I want to eat this and I want to eat that. And they would have said, you know what? Fine, but start naming people. He was going to sing like a songbird and he was going to drop some major, major names. Some of those names, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, other celebrities that we see on the news. There was some major names involved in that. Even a picture of Maxwell and Epstein at a cottage 
of the Queen of England, who is still alive and still looks the same, which is for another conspiracy theory. He was going to sing. Now, his side piece or girlfriend or whoever she was, this Maxwell lady, her entire case has been just under the blanket. You have not heard anything about it. Nothing. Nothing at all. And she had gotten arrested for a reason. Now, one of two things is going to happen. She's going to be found guilty, and you're not going to hear too much about it. It's going to be along the lines of aiding and abetting a sex trafficker. And she might get anywhere from 50-something years to life. Or she's going to end up doing the same thing Epstein did. Or she's going to go MIA somehow, some way. This is a high-profile case that I felt just reading about it and knowing what I know now and, and, and looking into it that was never meant to be this high profile. But because things happened to Epstein, you know, nothing is really, nothing can really be perfect. Even the crimes in the world that are unsigned, unsolved, someone missed something because I don't believe that something can be done that perfectly. His whole blow up in social media and in the news, Jeffrey Epstein, happened because someone messed up. Big time. There was if he was really murdered, someone dropped the ball. Someone dropped the ball. And the news caught wind of it and the news played the card of the way they're supposed to do things and reported it. And there are some people that literally don't want to admit that there's a possibility that he was murdered. Bill Gates was asked recently, because he was on that flight list to that island, he was asked, what was your affiliation with Jeffrey Epstein and what do you think about the whole situation? His response was, well, he's dead now. That's kind of not a response in the form of answering that I would have liked to hear, but that's how he answered. And if you're affiliated with some kind of filth like this man, you're going to give some that kind of response. So now, his whole conspiracy, with everything I just told you, is legitimately something from a movie. And it actually happened. It literally happened. There is documentation. There are news networks that literally put out stories on the controversy and why people don't think he hung himself or killed himself. Too much evidence. That's too much evidence for me. Okay? The cameras going off, the correction officers or guards that are supposed to watch a high-end person falling asleep knowing that they can get in trouble, which I don't even know what happened to them. I don't even know if they went to jail or got reprimanded for that. Cameras conveniently going off in a prison. His prison cell, not the whole prison, his prison cell going off piece of cloth wrapped around his neck that's supposed to be ripped after he jumped that was sewn and hemmed like hemmed dress pants so many things had an island sex trafficking and now his side piece this girl that he was affiliated with is on trial and you have heard nothing jeffrey epstein did not kill himself that is my opinion that's my thoughts my hypothesis to this is that he did not kill himself. And I have liberal friends that actually 
genuinely believe that he didn't kill himself too. Because usually with things like this, it's either left or right. But in this time, with the percentage scale, my scale, I would say that 90 or 85% of people in all political parties can say that they believe Jeffrey Aspin didn't kill himself. Like I said, it became a meme, it became a hashtag, and it's still being talked about now, especially the fact that his girlfriend or side piece or whatever this Maxwell lady is on trial, which we're hearing nothing about, which really, really aggravates me. And, and there's certain things I want to talk about, but I can't because I'm trying to keep it with this podcast to a level where it will not get political. But if I touch that subject, it will. But I will say this. The fact that the media is not covering this goes to show you that there's something bigger than the Epstein murder or suicide. And why that happened and they covered it the way it did and why his person that he was affiliated with that aided and abetted him is not being covered is very, very disturbing. It's disturbing. Okay, not to mention that the Epstein story should have dragged on a lot longer. And I've seen other stories on the news that literally dragged on and on and on and had no business being dragged on. None whatsoever. Okay, and it's a major thing. Okay, we're talking about little girls, underage girls, being flown to an island and having elitist. Rich people from the United States and other parts of the world literally part being partaken and forced into sexual acts because these people have money, they had an island, they had the means, they had everything they needed, and they got caught, and because the people on that big guest list that were being flown there are people that are affiliated with money and power in the United States. So when this Epstein guy got killed or hung, whatever happened to him, he got murdered, okay, they are covering up the other part two of this story because they don't want things to get out. And it's something that actually happens. Okay? This shadow banning, this censorship thing is in fact a true thing. Recently, Facebook got sued for the fact checking. And they admitted that Facebook fact checkers that were fact checking certain people's posts were in fact fact checks being fact checked by their personnel's own opinions. So their fact checks weren't fact. They were also opinion. And in the power of social media and media itself, they have the power to make you watch and believe and make your head go on to whatever they want. So if they want to take your mind off the Epstein thing or his girlfriend, like this woman, this Maxwell, Glycine Maxwell, okay, maybe I pronounced it right there, they will air everything under the sun, even a flying pig, to get you to forget what happened. I didn't forget the Epstein thing. I talk about it on the regular with a lot of friends. I know a podcast I listen to, Joe Rogan, um, brings it up almost every podcast since I've been listening, since it actually happened. And it's something I talk about a lot. And I, I really, for the life of me, can't understand why no one is talking about Epstein and why no one is talking about Maxwell when it is, in fact, a substantial story given the circumstances and everything that it's involved with. Not just Epstein. 
sex trafficking, child trafficking, the names involved on this list that was released via the news and other sources, flight logs, the whole nine, and this case is under wrap, but we'll air 16 other irrelevant stories that happen on the regular every day, every week, and we'll just keep on going with that and totally ignore something substantial with people that are in high ends that could be also guilty because they have money and power. And that, my friends and listeners, is a crazy thing because it goes to show you that there are in fact, and this is not a conspiracy, and this can be another episode as well, there are in fact people in this world that are elitist. They have the money, they have the talent, they have the brains, and when they get to that certain standard, they are untouchable. Now Epstein didn't dot his I's and he didn't cross his T's and he got arrested. Someone didn't like him, dropped a little bird into the right hands and the good guys in law enforcement took it upon themselves to do something when the bad cops look the other way because that's the only way he got away with it for so long. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop got the wind, good cop made the arrest, and then somehow, some way, Epstein ended up dead, and now the media is working their magic to keep this Maxwell case off of the TV, the news, Twitter's doing its job, so is Facebook, so is Instagram. Now, I personally don't have Facebook, so I don't know what's going on on there, but I don't hear about it on Instagram, I go on Twitter, I don't really hear it, it's not ever trending on Twitter, and it's just really mind-boggling to me. And it really makes you, really makes you think, because something like this, that it involved underage girls, flights, a private island, and a murder, because that's what it is, that's also being covered up, because there's some news, there's some news companies that are actually still going with the suicide, and it is mind-boggling. Even people that I've listened to on other podcasts uh, doctors saying, yeah, well, you know, you don't think that he could have done it? And the guards genuinely just fell asleep like, okay, they fell asleep. And the cameras went off and the suit he hung himself with happened to just not be torn and the coroner's report found breaks in the neck that are not coinciding with typical suicides? Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? It is clear as day, right in front of your face, what's going on with the Epstein and Maxwell thing. It is clear as day. It is something that is beyond, way beyond my pay grade and beyond my lifetime because I'll never understand it. But that's literally what's going on. So that my Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy theory talk is that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. He, in fact, was murdered. And that's going to conclude this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. You can catch me on Instagram under the social media tag SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I like to thank the Anchor app for always giving me the opportunity to film my podcast. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the free app that lets you get your podcasting idea out there. You can use all the tools they give you all the sound bites and everything you need to start your own podcast via Anchor. All you need is a phone, laptop, or tablet, and you too can get your podcast idea out there using Anchor. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.